want to thank Brandon and his team at Edwin's Leadership and Restaurant Institute, our newest sponsor. What a marvelous mission. Thank you, Brandon, for bringing these wonderful people back into productive society at Edwin's Leadership and Restaurant Institute. Visit them at 13101 Shaker Square, Edwin's Restaurant. Thank you. Hey, this is Coach Cimarroni for Undeniable, and I have an old friend on the phone from California, Steve Millman, the founder CEO of Bella Doll Clothing Line. How are you, Steve? Thanks for having me, Pete. Oh, my God, it's great to, to do this. Uh, last time I think I saw you personally was maybe your senior year. <laughs> uh, it's 40 years. I hear you. Um, it's more than 40. I guess the reunion is coming up, so it'll be... We'll, we'll celebrate in our 42nd year. I'll be darned. Well, I, um, I'm, that's a little bit in my rear view mirror. I'm, I'm coming up on uh, 50 soon. So, uh, in about three, four years. So it's weird, uh, really weird, but anyhow, let's, let's, let's leave that for another conversation. But, uh, so, you know, I, I, I chatted with you just briefly off air about, uh, New York city and, and you were there, uh, I saw you got a, a nice uh, write-up in New York Post on the line. So tell me a little bit about how you got into the clothing industry and a little bit about Bella Doll and what's what's going on sure. there. Well, the clothing industry was was not far to find. I grew up um, in it. Okay. Uh, even though in Ohio, uh, you know, it's not known for, for the garment industry, but right. at some point, people left New York and started to, you know, come out, eventually come out west, but... But uh, settled in uh, in Cleveland, and sure. there was a thriving apparel business at one point in Cleveland from like 1948 or so, and almost into uh, the 80s. And yeah, well, you had you had Dalton clothes, you had Richmond Brothers, didn't you have the Lurie Brothers doing their thing? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. we had them. I I, mean, I, I know both. Uh, th- their their dad was friendly with my father, so there was sure. this camaraderie that happened. Um, in the business with Dalton, obviously with the dairy family and, right. and my family and, and others. And it was very interesting that we were all in, you know, in the garment business. And I mean, it was, it was kind of rare in a way, Yeah, but it was exciting. Sure. And nonetheless, you know, you, you built some nice relationships. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember Jim Deary was a friend of my dad's yeah. and Jim, yeah, Jim, I think my dad sold them a mainframe computer back in the sixties, back when, you know, mainframes were the thing. And my dad was selling for, uh, one of the originals called Univac. And, uh, it did. Oh my God. I remember being, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old going in to see some of these installations and Steve, they were the, the cooling unit was the size of a room you know, to keep it down. And it had the computing power of like a calculator. <laughs> so it was just, that was big time. Dalton was big, big time. time. That they could do it. You know? Big time. That they were, that was big money back then. I mean, I think some Absolutely. of these computers were a million, $2 million back in the sixties. So it was, uh, it was crazy, but it did, but the, the, the clothing industry did fall in hard times in the late, in the mid to late eighties here in Cleveland. Yeah. Obviously, uh, you know, once in a while I drive by, drive by the Richmond brothers, uh, uh, factory and it's it's just right. a you know it's just a, an absolute ghost town. But Hugo Boss tried to take it over, right, um, for a time, right. Uh, and again, another friend of our family's was uh, what what literally had that factory at the time. Okay, um, and uh, it's just again, Pete. It was it was such a glorious time in such a way. 
Yep. Um, America workers at its strength, made sure. in America. Yep. Um, it wasn't even a question. Yeah. I, growing up and watching that, uh, I was I was just enamored with it. Yeah, uh, you know, I looked at the, because I knew I was going to be talking to you, so I looked at my uh, the clothing that I put on today, and uh, the jeans are made, I, I believe, in Vietnam, as well as the top, I think, is made in uh, in in Portugal or something. So, yeah, well, yeah, look at you. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's definitely. <laughs> it's not. It's not uh, the United States of America. So, uh, it's, it's it's too bad. It's an interesting thing going on now, Pete. Actually, with Belladol, yeah. I'm proud to say that we've been able to keep um, probably seventy percent or more made here uh, and actually made in Los Angeles and California, not our own factories, but, right. but contracted out. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, again, I'm proud to say that probably after COVID, it's been our saving grace and actually part of our storytelling um, only got enhanced by made in the United States. Love that. So we're able to get the price for, right. our, for our garments and we're going to continue to try and make them here. We know what's going on. We certainly have global sourcing all over the world. We sure. do business in, you mentioned Vietnam. Um, China was probably our second, next the United States was our second uh, biggest provider. But, but what's going on over there is now that the Chinese government is making things so difficult, even for their own people. Yeah. So there's an upheaval, and it's very difficult to navigate, so you're going to watch. People are moving a lot of things out of there, and... Uh, and we'll see what happens. But well, you know, you know, everybody, make a lot here. right. Everybody says that China is our biggest competitor and they are, but their infrastructure is far worse than ours. Yeah, and, absolutely. you know, they don't absolutely. realize that. And obviously that's, that screwed up the supply chain for a number of reasons is, you know, as, as Biden wants to say, it's complex and it is complex because there's so many uh, factors that, are, that occur, but um, it, how is that affecting Bella doll uh, supply chain wise? And, you know, what, what are you looking at in the, in the, the near, the near uh, term. I wish it was a merrier Christmas. Gotcha. But there's still boats that are floating out, and, you know, around that yep. um, fabrics are, are coming in from overseas. Very difficult um, to get them here. Okay. Uh, it seems like nobody really, I don't know what happened, but during the pandemic, it seems like the work ethic was turned off some. Sure. And, um, maybe it's again, supply and demand. That's for the economists to discuss. But, but, um, to get it back up and going has been very difficult. Uh, it takes a, a lot of planning, strategic planning, and then having the foresight and the courage to go out and buy way up front. Well, it's, it's, it's fascinating. It's fascinating too, because this is affecting you, but the stimulus actually had a deleterious effect of consumer goods because now there's so much more investment being done in yeah. crypto, in stocks, in real estate. Yeah. People, yeah. are, people have more uh, expendable income and they're expending it in investments as opposed yeah. to consumer goods, particularly the yeah. millennials. So, um, you know, I know that they're you rent. The millennials are going to rent everything. Well, that's true, but they're also invest. They're also investing. It's fascinating yes, what, what the, 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 I guess the, the inertia of money is, is I guess the term that they're using yeah. uh, is, is different. Time. Yeah. It's really a fascinating time. So <laughs> you guys though, you guys are, are mostly female or are you exclusively female? Yeah, we're, we're, we start, we started as a, again, as a women's company, as sure. female, but then we added these, uh, I guess you call it the you know, kids or girls and, and then got to the tweens, you know, oh, the young okay. teens. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I, I guess we are a female focused company though. Um, 
uh, both myself and, and, and the partner, one of the partners, were, 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 were you know, big fans of, of men's. And, and eventually sure. we're hoping to get there. But we've been so busy, Pete, with this. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and it's a real focus and it's a real understanding. And coming out of COVID, for us, um, sustainability, which is the biggest talk in fashion now. Yeah. And I would say putting women up front. And I'm, I'm proud to say that we, we, we're surrounded by uh, tremendously talented and intelligent young women. Right. Um, much more so, I think, than men uh, right now. And, and it's really a fascinating time. And we're, and we're embracing it and celebrating that's awesome too, because typically I grew up, you know, and I'm sure you did too, with all the hot, high fashion uh, designers were men. You know, the, right. the Pierre Cardens, the Carl Lagerfelds, the uh, Yves right. Saint Laurent, the uh, you know the Halston. Right? We just saw all right. that uh, that fabulous uh, life uh, expose on, I think it was Netflix at Halston. Like, you know, fascinating guy. But having said that, uh, you have a lot of uh, celebrities too, uh, really. Uh, being big fans of, of Bella Dahl. Tell us a little bit about that dynamic. You know, it, it was really interesting, Pete, because, you know, we're garment guys, really. Right. And, and, our, and our, we, we wanted to make a living. Sure. And some people set out to go out and say, okay, we're going to, you know, uh, we're going to be stars or, or we have a, a, a different thing. We, we just wanted to make a living. We had gotten together it's 12 years ago. Right. Uh, Terry, the CEO, is 73. I'm going to turn 60. Right. Um, we had a different perspective. Welcome, on, by uh, the way, the 60 Club. <laughs> welcome to the club. Oh, we man. had a different perspective on it. Yeah. And just, just, just the, 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 the knowledge of, 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 of this, of this time. Sure. To really spend the time telling a story. Um, we, 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 we started out uh, with four people. Uh -huh. Seriously, Pete. After many. Uh, both of us had had disappointing, uh, as you said, the eighties were different. I think it changed the industry. Yeah. Then. yeah. And it's just those heydays and those days, and it just got really tough sure. and it turned into a global business. Right. Of course. Of course. So, so that changed it for us. But honestly, Pete, we just decided that there was a company called juicy couture. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. They were certainly famous. We wanted to figure out, okay, well, what happens after that? Yep. We, we, we decided to become a lifestyle brand. It's okay. always been my DNA. Everything we do is wash process. Uh, very interesting, different dynamic here in, in the, on the West Coast versus a cut and sew and very serious on the East Coast here with yeah. back and casual. So that inspired all of this. Sure. So we're sitting there just to get to the story. We're sitting there and I'm getting, I'm getting, I got a, a I think it was a text or an email from someone, um, get ready. Uh, Heidi Klum was seen wearing your split back. Wow. The shirt we did. Well, right. it hit every newspaper. Sure. She happened to be on a photo shoot. And the next thing we knew, all the Sports Illustrated yep. models were asking, how do we get Belladol? So yep. we put a package together okay. and sent it out to Alessandra's Ambrosia. And, and it just trickled down. Um, right. Uh, a big, big fan of ours is Jessica Alba. Yeah, Jessica. And, and she's bright, man. Oof, wow. Wow. Wow, she's kind of been the inspiration piece from the beginning. When we watched twelve years ago, I really watched this young woman how she transformed, and again, celebrating women, independent, yeah. smart, right. strong, beautiful. She had all the things, and you know, and she had a compassion and empathy for people. So right. there was a transparency for her. I saw this thing. And then she wore it. And then she's saying, quoted, uh, if you don't have Belladon in your life, you should. 
I love that. I love that. I love that. To hear those kind of things, it's shocking. So Beyonce at the Super Bowl, Chrissy Teigen, it it goes on and on. And and I'm really proud of it. But really, Pete, it's more exciting to see it in the airport um, on just anyone else or to see it or somebody reaches out and says, wow, this is really, you know, terrific. And I I love the product. It's so well made. You know. This, this is a shock from honestly. This well, wasn't I hear you. And I had, I had a similar experience when we did cough pops and all of a sudden Donnie and Marie on their show are tasting them. And I go into a, you know, a CVS in Vegas and there, there they are on a big power wing stand at the, the checkout counter. And, no, you know, it was just like, wow, you know, we're on the cover of the ad age. And it was like, Hey, okay, we may have we may have something here. Exactly. Well, you know what? To do something like that to create demand for a product, probably the hardest thing in the world. As consumer product, for sure, and particularly, you know, coming out of Northeast Ohio. Holy cow! So, and in the in the nineties, it was like a minor miracle. But I'm I'm really happy to hear that, Stephen. It's great to hear that from another bison. Yeah, (laughs) I love that. I love yeah, that. My, my, my bison days. You know, again, we all know a lot of mutual people. And, sure. Um, uh, I, I, I'm proud to, to, I guess, at some point say that, you know, uh, my senior year was an interesting thing at best. We didn't win one game in any sport I was in. Yeah. However, uh, we played Brookfield, which was the re- returning state champs in football. Okay. And uh, Marcus Merrick, of course, the great Marcus Merrick was the captain on the team. Yep. And, and it really was fantastic to watch us compete. You know, we were horrible, but here we were competing at least for the first half and, and really kept it to a close game. And I was, I was really proud of, of being able to be part of that. And uh, it was on television. So after the game, there was a lot of shook up. It was very emotional. And sure. the announcers came over and into the locker room and asked Coach Self, we want to talk to this person. And, and they came over and said, you are an incredible football player. Uh-huh. We just wanted to let you know that we saw what you did and to I watch love you that. in the middle. And I love know, that. we're really impressed. So, so that was kind of my, 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 my football, but I was surrounded with friends that were very successful in sports and wrestling yep. was a big part of, of a lot of my friends' lives. And it became a big part of, of my life because I, you know, love them and watch them compete and sure. and uh, and was lucky enough that they gave me enough that I gave a a, a young one my, my son a chance to do it and I see the sport um, how incredible it's been for him and it's a regret I think I have to this day Pete yeah to this day I regret that I should have just listened to the friends they wanted to bring me I guess I didn't have the temperament at the time. Well, I understand that. I want to explore a little bit of that and also uh, some of the things that inspired you to be the businessman you are today after the break. We're going to take a break, Steve, and we'll be right back, okay? Okay. Thanks. Uh, This is Coach Cimarroni for Undeniable. We'll be right back after the break with Steve Millman. So our producer, Maverick Peters' dad, Scott Peters, was a heck of a high school wrestler, and he wrestled every day with the same guy, and they both made the state tournament. That guy was Jack Coslin. He's the owner of ServPro of Beechwood. ServPro of Beechwood is the industry leader in flood and fire cleanup and restoration, and they serve all of Northeast Ohio. But they're also short of staff. They're looking for team members. And if you're willing to work hard and help homeowners and businesses get their lives back in order and work with a former state qualifier, seek out ServPro of Beechwood. 
They will provide training, support, and of course, benefits. So if you're looking for that good entry-level position, seek Jack Coslin, the owner of ServePro of Beachwood at ServeProofBeachwood.com. Jack Coslin, thank you. Hey, have you ever wondered how the ultra-wealthy grow their real estate portfolio so fast and furious? Have you ever heard of the infinite banking concept? Learn how you can become your own bank and build out your own real estate portfolio like the pros, like the ultra-wealthy. Call Ed Knezovich or Ryan Miller at Next Level Continuing Education at 614-648-2440. Learn how to purchase investment real estate without spending a dollar of your own capital through Next Level Continuing Education. 614-648-2440. And we're back. This is Coach Cimarroni for Undeniable with Steve Millman. Steve Millman at Bella Doll. Steve, so you were just on the, the horn last night, <coughs> and I'm glad we got you here with Australia. You say it's back opening up, but what's going on? The global market, and where, where does Bella Doll fit? The global market is just, I think, you know, to watch what's happened, it's, it's very interesting, again, that certain governments that have accepted science, and I don't want yeah. to be political, yeah. and those that have not. Right. And, 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 and it really, the, the, the countries that, that it, it's just, it's, it's, it's just a shame that, that, that we're not open and honest about, about what really transpired. Yeah. And there's a fear yep. for travel. Sure. There's a fear for for um, uh, other types of people, which I've never seen before. Yeah. And I think that on the global arena, I think you're starting to see it. And again, you'll see it before this nationalism. Yeah. I think if everyone takes this approach, this is kind of fashionish, but we're looking at it this way. Uh, local is the new black. Yeah. Yep. Local is the new black. Yep. That doesn't mean that a company can't think globally. Right. But it means that you have to get in locally with them, in yep. the community, telling your story there, a la Anaiti, or people of that, where they're coming in and educating. And, um, and honestly, Pete, I, I, I really feel that the United States has a unique opportunity. It almost feels like the 1950s in a way with this new opportunity of, of new industries, service industries, but maybe retail coming back again in a way. Maybe yeah. This whole local um, back at, at in the local, let's say if it's, if it's in Pepper Pike or those little local stores, right. they're the first ones that are getting it. We're hearing the same thing in London. Yeah. I just saw that in wind, wind, wind of, wind, wind of change, right? In Chagrin Falls yeah, as your product. Falls. So we're, yeah. we're we're, we can't believe that Amazon, first of all, didn't put all the little specialty stores out of business, right? No, right. What we're seeing globally again is this uh, this return to the neighborhoods. Sure. Well, you know, so, I, I went to Heinen's and I, I do the shopping. And Steve, they have a great uh, 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 lettuce company that's locally. It's called Great Lakes Lettuce. And they're and they're and they have local shop, you know, local farmers. They're selling local farmer stuff, and they're and they're promoting it. 
So um, there's local uh, vitamin chain, you know, uh, nutritional chains, um, local spaghetti sauces. I mean, tons it's, of it's local a, cheese. Yeah, it is. So it is. I really believe that's global. So we're right. going to approach it the same way we're doing here. We're going to approach it in those stores. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily have to be in the biggest stores in the biggest cities. Of course, sure. we're in those cities, but we thrive in the outskirts. We thrive up up and down the coast here in California. Right. We thrive in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. We thrive in, in Athens, Georgia. We thrive in Chagrin Falls, Ohio. We, sure. You know, sure. It doesn't have to be in the city, but then again, we're in Switzerland, Austria. I wake up every day with wow. all these stores asking, how do we get involved in Spain, wow. in Portugal that you mentioned? Yeah. I'm just again, Pete. I wake up in, in shock, like anyone. That's that. That's Steve Millman. It's heady times, man. It's heady times. It's great. We'll enjoy it and drink it in, my friend. Drink it in. It's like I remember I told Sammy Gross who was about to, to take a uh, to wrestle for third his, his junior year. I said, drink this in, bro. You never know if you're going to be back here. And he says, I never forgot that because I had him sitting in the chair next to me uh, last year for an interview. Drink it in, my brother. Drink it in. That's, so, that's what we're trying to do. You exactly. Know, giving, you know, giving back right now, Pete. You know, it's a big give back. I just accepted an opportunity to join the uh, the um, board of directors of the Kent State Fashion School. I oh. finally told them I never graduated, but they said, that's okay, Steve, we'll take you anyway. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and it's just about giving back now, Pete. You know, to watch what's gone on with the, the people that are here at our company. You know, yep. my, my family's life's changed uh, partners, their lives have changed, but sure. then to see all of the people that, you know, that work with you and work for you and to watch what goes on and to share this, you know, it's, it's really, uh, it's indescribable feeling Pete, when you can do all this for others, even better for yourself. Oh, I know that's, that's, this is why I do what I'm doing here. So uh, any way, shape or form, I can give back to a community. That's just my, uh, my whole reason for existence. And, and having said that, Give me a, you know, give me some 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 people that inspired you and what maybe they said to you or made you believe or, you know, again we have another podcast called Blood Time and it's that Blood Time moment where you're transformed by somebody that just believed in you. Well, you got to start with my dad. Sure. Because um, he actually did what I do. Yep. Um, very much again a jock kind of guy like myself. Sure. Had good taste. Yep. Knew how to run a business. Right. Thing that and, and, and the thing that I love most about what I got from him, Pete, is we could be sitting at Sands Delicatessen in the morning <laughs> on our way to work if I'd go with him. Yeah. And he would be the same to the waitress yep. as if our last stop was at Ameritrust Bank. Sure. Sure. And to see the president or whoever he needed to see at the bank. Right. And I noticed that it was the same. He yep. treated them and talked to them the same. I was able to tell him that years later when he was in California driving him to work. And I, very strong man, never really saw him kind of even show emotion much. And, and, and he kind of looked at me and he said, well, that was the most important lesson that I could give you. I love that. I love and that. And I just take that. The second person, um, you know, I'll stay in the industry with who I work with because I can't not mention the CEO of our company mm-hmm. who took a shot. We took a shot together 12 years ago. Yeah. Um, he didn't really know me from anyone. He had heard I had a reputation of being a pretty good salesperson, I guess. Right. And uh, and he was from the same. We're kind of molded the same. And he said, 
I've never turned over sales to anyone in my whole career. Wow. Um, he was in a family business and he said, but I'm turning it to you. Wow. I need to basically drive the bus and you need to go out and make plays. And uh, him giving me the chance and letting me be Steve Millman. Right. Um, he's been in a tremendous inspiration for as a father, as a husband, uh-huh. and, and as a CEO, really, just to watch him for the last 12 years has made me a better man. That is fantastic. What's his name? Terry Jolman. Fantastic. K-E-R-R-Y-J-O-L-N-A. Um, he put me out there to be the face of the company. He put me out there with the vision of what to do, believed in me, believed in the vision of what we could do together, and how could you not you know, love that man? You know, and I and I love that too because you can't really, I, in my estimation, you can't truly be a great leader unless you had that what you said your dad had. Uh, my godfather Tony Freight was the president and CEO of Apcoa Parking. Uh, you know, and Tony Freight, my dad too was a very summer uh, executive when he was an executive. They treated the janitor the same as they did a CEO and everybody in between with respect. Uh, and it's I, a dying thing, Pete. It is. It is a, such a generational thing because the arrogance today we see at the top disgusts me. And I, I rarely use that term, disgust, but I'm disgusted by it. Because Can I mention a couple more things? Is that okay? Please do. Absolutely. Please you know, do. I, I don't know, you know, with all the travel I do, Pete, yeah. you know, I read. I'm a, a ferocious reader and things come across my desk or sure. things that I love. Um People that inspired me, David Geffen, in lots of ways, is a little um, ruthless. I'm not quite as ruthless, right? But what he did and how he went about things um, from the music. Another one, Jimmy Iovine. Oh I yeah! Wow. With him, with how beats, he found with beats and uh, a lot of those things. Yeah. Certainly, Coach Carroll, when he was out here, watching him and all that energy that he has, and all of that um, playing, you know, putting people together. Uh, uh, Jack Welsh, sure. a four-minute thing. I'm going to forward it to you, Pete, sure. on, on what it takes to be a leader. Yep. And literally, when this man, you know, when he speaks, and again, what does it have to do with fashion? Zero. Yes. But what does it have to do with business, people, humanity, life, everything? 100%. Um, yep. You know, and that's what inspires me, Pete. You know, well, those kind of I love that because our first interview in Undeniable was a guy by the name of Kevin Griffin, Archie Griffin's nephew, and he worked, he worked for Pete Carroll, and he said the same thing. Pete Carroll yeah. was one in a million, one in ten yeah, million. One, one yeah. in a, uh, my son's wrestling coach, uh-huh. and he played football together at Pacific University. I'll be darned. I'll be darned. That is fantastic. <laughs> Well, Steve, you dropped a lot of gems, my friend, and I could talk I to you. So, oh, you did. It's been and, like a pleasure. Yeah. Congratulations on all the success and and uh, and really all uh, you know. I'm just thrilled that you asked to do this. Well, I I love these stories and and I love that it, it comes from our hometown, Steve. It's just yes. fantastic. And of course, you know my my absolute uh, love and adoration for Jeff Tolan and Michael Goldberg and and yeah. that whole crew. So uh, yeah. they're like uh, yeah. they're like young brothers. You know, more than brothers to me. Obviously, talk you know. about you all the time and uh, laugh. Yep. And we share a real bond all together that this this thing that I don't see it in other places, Pete. There's a real something there that's different, that's in the water. Yes. Um, 
Yep. And uh, and it's an upbringing that I cherish every day. Yeah, it is a it is true love, no question about yeah. it. And keep doing it, man. Keep leading with love Thank and you. um and and continued success, exponential growth, and Thank you. Uh, just uh, just keep bringing high quality uh, garments and uh, men- mentality to the marketplace, Stephen. Thanks. Bathing suits dropping soon. Super excited, and we just launched uh, a soft structure, which. Uh, all the stores are flipping over. A new approach to doing denim. There's plenty of jean guys out there already. We figure we're going to do it our way. Everybody goes to the right, Pete. We go to the left. I love it's it. It's always been good for us. So I love it. I'll leave it with that. I love it. Well, Steve, have a great day. Enjoy thanks, the weekend. Steve. God bless, okay. and uh, thanks for yep. thanks for God being bless. on. Thank you so much. All right. This is Coach Cimarroni for Undeniable. We are all blood. Love to all. Men and women who love to buy for their men. Are you looking for that great suit or sport outfit with the finest fabrics in the world and made to measure tailoring? We'll come to either your home, office, or you can come to our facility and we will create that fashion statement especially for you. Call us at Cimarroni Couture, 216-287-1522. That's Cimarroni Couture, 216-287-1522.